It's Lunar New Year's week. Red Pockets, good food. How are you planning to celebrate? Hi everyone, chúc mừng năm mới. Happy Lunar New Year's. Welcome to Easier with a Friend podcast. We're two Asian friends doing life together. As always, this is Chi and Elaine. And today we wanted to talk about what else? Lunar New Year. Yeah, 新年快乐,恭喜发财 everyone. So exciting, it's Lunar New Year's again. We just wanted to talk a little bit about some traditions and things we do to celebrate the biggest Asian holiday while living here in the States. Jumping right into it, Lunar New Year's, you got to talk about tradition. What are some family traditions like that you did when you were a kid? And what are some of the ones that you carry into today with your own family? By far, when I was a kid, this holiday is my favorite, favorite holiday. Now that I'm a full-grown adult, I have to say Christmas definitely is in competition. (laughs) (laughs) But as a kid, especially as a kid living in Vietnam, this is, like Elaine said, the biggest holiday for Asian people. If you are the Asian culture that celebrates, this is the biggest holiday. Vietnam has been known to shut down for like a month. It's not like American New Year where you have New Year Eve and then New Year Day. This is at least a three-day celebration. It's a national holiday. People shut everything down. Every house tries to decorate and go all out. I mean, we never got presents for Christmas when I was in Vietnam, but you always got new clothes for Lunar New Year. And it's just a huge, big, festive, sometime month-long celebration. If you've listened to some of our previous episodes, you know that I am married to a Hispanic husband. And so my kids are mixed. A lot of the tradition that I got to do as a kid, we pretty much do the same thing now. For the most part, when we were still living in Houston and we were closer to my parents and my sisters and my brother, we got to spend a lot of family time with them. And we would always go to my parents' house. It would always involve really good food. I am the youngest in my family. Even though I was a full-grown adult, they still gave me money, lucky money for Mm -hmm. New Year's. Yep. And what I really love, honestly, about Lunar New Year's is that it's the biggest Asian holiday. And it doesn't matter if you're Chinese Asian, you know, Vietnamese Asian, like any Southeast kind of Asian culture celebrates it. And it's a cultural holiday. It is not not one religion celebrates and another religion doesn't. Everybody celebrates it. Every single household. I remember first moving to America. This was back in the late 80s, early 90s when we moved here. The American news station would put up Happy Chinese New Year At this time, it was pretty much assumed that if you looked Asian, you were Chinese. And so they only (laughs) called it Chinese New Year. Now, of course, we call it Lunar New Year to be more inclusive because of other Asian cultures also celebrate Lunar New Year. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's it's a lot harder, I think, to keep up all of the traditions when you're here in the United States, because obviously it's like you said here, you don't get a month off to do all the things that traditionally in a like a really traditional lunar new years that you have to do because it's like day one there's these things and day two and day three and like the days are parceled out all the way up until like the 15th or 30th day there's different traditions that you're supposed to carry out so what are the tradition that you definitely do now that you are married to nick and what are the traditions that you definitely do with him 
Yeah, so we keep it pretty simple. For our listeners who don't remember, I'm Chinese. My husband is Caucasian. We're also a mixed race couple. But Nick is really good about trying new things, about, you know, adventures, about learning about culture. He's very Mm open-minded. Ever since the first year we were dating, and I mean, we started dating in October and New Year's is like January, February, right? So it's not like we were together like a year or anything before New Year's came around. I had told him really the only thing I make sure I do every single year while we live here in the U.S. is on Lunar New Year's Eve, we go to temple. It's a tra- tradition that I used to do with my dad every year. In Asian cultures, you go and you you pray for money and business for the new year, you know, all of that stuff. So then every single Lunar New Year's, even through the years I was in college, we would go together. And then after a few years, we would take my brother. My Dad passed away five years ago. So it's something that I still do. And it reminds me of all the New Year's that we used to go out to temple together. And so the first year that Nick and I were together, I told him, hey, like, this is something I do. You're welcome to tag along if you'd like. And he was just like, yeah, let's go. And so this will be year four of him going to temple with me. And now he is a seasoned pro. (laughs) There's two temples in downtown Houston that are pretty close to each other that I used to hit up both of them with my dad. This year, actually, he was like, oh, hey, are we hitting up both temples this year? What are we doing this year for New Year? So that's definitely the thing we do. And then we also make sure we eat like the traditional quote unquote foods for Lunar New Year's Eve. If my mom is here in town, usually she cooks, which is awesome because then I don't have to worry about, hey, (laughs) what dishes I'm supposed to make for traditional dinner. But this year she's abandoning me. (laughs) She's here. But so on Thursdays, we usually work late at our job. And so she's like, well, you work late anyway. I figured I'm going to go down to your aunt's restaurant and celebrate New Year's with everybody else. And I was like, really? (laughs) (laughs) So I have to cook my own dinner this year. (laughs) What about Tony? Like, how does how does he, I guess, incorporate Lunar New Year's? Yeah. So ever since we started dating and before I had kids, I would get red envelopes and my brother and my sister and my parents would give me money. So and he would get it, too. This is the one time of the year where he loves being a um, what how would you would call that? Like a, a um, an Asian son-in-law. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, exactly. I guess that's what you call like, like, he gets to be an honorary member of the Vietnamese community, like, he embraces our culture at this time of the year. Okay. I think we should pause for any of our listeners who may not be Asian and don't know what red pockets are. So for one of the biggest Lunar New Year's traditions is that when you're an older member of the family, you give younger members of the family red pockets. It's for good luck. And when we call them red pockets is the English translation, but they're basically just red envelopes. Usually they're stamped like they're, they get really pretty these days, really elaborate. You know, they're stamped with like gold words or patterns, designs on the front. They, they can be really, really pretty. And they're usually stuffed with money. I think different subcultures of Asian actually have some different rules regarding red pockets, but that's why kids love Lunar New Year's because who doesn't love money? And then you get them in these, festive pockets. And then basically at the end of Lunar New Year's, you sit on your bed and you take all the money out of your pockets and you count your your haul for the year. When I was a kid, and I'm sure when she was a kid too, we didn't get things like uh, allowances. Asian families don't believe in allowances. 
Yeah, same with me. Yep. You just get to live in the house. That was that was your reward. <laughs> all right. Once a year, that was your haul. Like it was your spending money for the whole year. <laughs> so for Taiwanese families, I don't think, or at least my family is pretty casual about it. I don't think we have any hard and fast rules about who's supposed to give out pockets and who's not. But apparently Cantonese families, because my sister-in-law is Cantonese. So the first year that they were married, she was like, we're supposed to give you a red pocket. And I said, but I'm older than y'all are. And she was like, it doesn't matter. The tradition is whoever's the married couples give money to the, like, once you're married, you're the one giving out money, right? Mm -hmm. Unless I guess it's an older married couple giving you money. And I was like, what? Send me my red pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in our culture, Vietnamese culture, or at least how my family practices it, is that once you're married, you're not supposed to be getting any more red pockets. And if you are the younger sibling, you're not supposed to be giving red pockets to your older sibling, but you're supposed to give them a little present. It's your responsibility, your duty as the younger sibling, especially if you marry, to go over to your older brother's house, your older sister's house, your parents' house, aunt, uncles, and you're supposed to go over and wish them luck, wish them health, wish them whatever it is you want to wish them. Then you would bring your kids along. And as you're giving them their present, they will then pull out red envelopes and give your kids money. Now, my brother, especially, and my sister have always spoiled me as the youngest in the family. And so even though I got married, they still gave me money and they also gave my husband money. Now, ever since we have kids, I get no more money everything goes to the kids they get everything <laughs> they get all the attention <laughs> and my mom decorates the house with Hoa Mai which is a yellow flower that only blooms around mm -hmm. this time of year my mom put it this way my mom hates getting fresh flowers she doesn't care if it's mother's day she didn't care what holiday it is don't get me fresh flowers that's a waste of money give me cash she said give me cash mm -hmm. but for that or for lunar new year that is what we call it in Vietnamese. She always buys fresh flowers. And then when I bring my kids, they're wearing the traditional ao yai, which is the traditional Vietnamese dress. We've gotten one, a new one for them every year since literally the day they were born. Well, I have to say that that is something that I really actually love a lot about Vietnamese culture. Chinese culture is not as good about wearing our chi pals, which is the Chinese equivalent, essentially, to an ao yai. Y'all wear them all the time. I mean, not like all the time, but like yeah. definitely you pull them out for New Year's, which I love and, and feel like some Chinese families out there might. But as far as I know, most Chinese families do not pull out the cheap house for Lunar New Year, but we probably should. And I think that's really, really cool. Like a nice part of the tradition to, to keep alive. And also I think they're beautiful. The one thing that we have kept usually is as tradition is buying kind of all new clothing for Lunar New Year. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's typically not traditional clothing, clothing, but it, but maybe it should be. <laughs> maybe this is a tradition I'm going to begin doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had an extra traditional Chinese one. Mm -hmm. And so I mm -hmm. sent that one to Su Ling, our friend Su Ling, who was a guest on a previous uh, episode for her yeah. little daughter. So I think now she's going to start doing that for her kids. So when you have kids, we're going to start a tradition because... I think in America, when you live in America, there aren't too many opportunities to wear them, but I have made it for my girls that that's the tradition that we do is that for that, for Lunar New Year, we're going to wear our, our, yeah, and they love it. They look forward to it. They love shopping for it now. They just love it. 
I like it. That's, that's actually a really good tradition. So actually my niece is now, she just turned seven months old, I think. So this is going to be her very first Lunar New Year that she's celebrating. And one of the, I think one of the outfits that they had sent me a picture of that they were eyeing on Amazon was like a little, a little food dog outfit. I think those are like so cute. So probably the first couple years, if we have kids while they're small enough to stuff into those little baby food dog outfits, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, but the good news is since Lunar New Year lasts at least three days, you can do one outfit for the first day, another outfit for the second day, and even choose a third outfit for the third days. (laughs) My thing is last year when we moved to Denver, I was so nervous about being away from family and how am I going to be able to celebrate this with them. Other years, like you said, when you just have to show up at your mom's house and they'll cook and you kind of just like, okay, this is easy. I just have to bring them. Mm -hmm. But last year and this year, it's really on me. And Mm -hmm. so Last year, we were really lucky because the Vietnamese or the Asian Denver community here, they do huge, huge firework shows. And I'm not talking about the firework that you watch on the 4th of July that lights up the sky. I'm talking about like the firecracker fireworks. Mm -hmm. And I have not seen a bigger firecracker show since I left Vietnam. That was really fun to be able to experience that with the girls. That was their first time seeing something like that. And then the dragon dancers and lion dancers, they have an organization here that does that. They go to competition. They're so good. They are very professional. They do an amazing show. Again, I haven't seen anything to that level since I don't even remember when. And so we actually got to really experience a good Lunar New Year last year. Sadly, this year, because of the pandemic, everything is really scaled back. But what I am doing at home is that I started this last year, but I'm decorating my house. All the other years, I just took them over to my mom's house. Her house is decorated. <laughs> this year, last year and this year, I had to do it myself. So I decorated my house. And then because we aren't able to be with their aunts and uncles and, and grandparents to get red envelopes. So I hung red envelopes on the yellow flower tree that I have up. And so for the first three days of New Year, they get to go and pull an envelope off the tree. I would tell them, oh, this is from grandma and grandpa. This is from auntie. This is from your uncle. And so they still get to experience that with family, even though we're very far from family. That's pretty cool. So I also do want to interject because I'm not sure if you know this, but the yellow flower thing is only a Vietnamese tradition. Yes. Chinese people don't have a particular type of flower that we necessarily decorate with for New Year's. Or maybe we do and I don't know about it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like really exciting, really good adaptation, I think, for, for this year. So in our family this year, we're still going to temple. It is a pandemic year. So of course, we're going to be careful, mask up. And we we're going to go super early to beat the crowd, basically. (laughs) Good idea. Yeah, because normally in Houston, when you're doing Lunar New Year, the temple doesn't really get popping until after like nine o'clock. But they also do the dragon dance, the food dogs, the fireworks, like they do it all. Uh, Unfortunately, they do the fireworks closer to midnight. So really for the last like three years, because I'm an old person now and I do (laughs) not want to be out there till after midnight, and then fight the crowd to leave the temple. I usually don't catch the fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny, actually. So Nick has learned how to say traditional New Year's greeting. He doesn't remember which is Happy New Year, but he does remember because, (laughs) and I've done my best to teach him Chinese phrases in the years that we've been together. And we've, it's been four plus years now. 
it took a comedy special on Netflix to teach him <laughs> right so yeah he watched it was the Ronnie Chang stand-up right like Asian comedian destroys America I think that's what it's called don't quote me but now he now he says whenever I'm like it's not New Year's it's it's literally only appropriate for New Year's and he goes but doesn't it mean I hope you get rich and I'm like technically yes but only during New Year's now now he throws it out whenever he's like Hope you get rich. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this sounds like an appropriate greeting in general. Yeah, Yeah, like, you know, you buy a lottery ticket. He's like, and I'm like, no, (laughs) you don't use it whenever. It's a New Year greeting. (laughs) Well, a New Year tradition for Chinese people. I don't know if you guys also do this, but any particular wishes for Lunar New Year's this year? Um, I actually don't do a lot of wishes. I don't know if it's because I've been in America too long (laughs) and I'm kind of forgetting that. I mean, we definitely do things that are like, oh, don't do this during New Year because it'll be bad luck or do this because it'll be good luck. But I don't particularly make specific wishes for myself or my family Mm -hmm. even. I mean, of course, the general stuff, I hope this will be a lucky year. So I will definitely avoid things like like my mom, for example, Mm -hmm. she is a clean freak a little bit. And so she cleans the house all the time but the few days leading up to new year she will frantically clean and get everything spotless because the first three day of new year you cannot clean your house or throw out trash or do anything because the idea is that you may be throwing out your good luck or prosperity money whatever it is even though I'm not a particularly superstitious person, I stick to those traditions because I'm like (laughs) it can't hurt right it can't hurt I think that's actually a really interesting point because I I did think about this a little bit, but why is it that, so when, you know, when you celebrate Western New Year's, when the clock counts down, the ball drops, Americans make resolutions. But for Lunar New Year's, Asians typically, whether you go to temple or not, whether that's your religion or not, but Asians make wishes. Every year when we used to go to temple, my dad would be like, oh, you know, wish for good business and this and this and that. And or good grades, or, you know, that you get into the college that you want to go to, something like that, right? I don't really particularly have a bunch of wishes for the New Year. So usually when I go to, you know, Chinese temple or Asian temple on New Lunar New Year's, I'm just generally following the traditional pattern, like good health, prosperity, you know, good luck for the year, things like that, which is like real traditional stuff. I think you've probably thought more about this than I have. Why is it that Americans do resolutions and Asian people tend to do more wishes? What do you think? I mean, I don't actually know the answer because I think we'd have to go poll a whole group of Americans and Asians. And then for clarity, we'd have to probably poll like Asians raised in America versus (laughs) Asians raised overseas who have moved over here. But I, I think, or at least my thought is that the answer is probably laying in the way that we typically are raised as a culture, right? I think that Western culture, American culture, you know, in particular, is very much a go get them kind of attitude. When we talk about about America, it's a land of opportunity, but you got to go out and make it your own. You got to go out and seize the opportunity. And that's why it's a resolution, because you can't wish your way into X, Y, Z. Uh, when you're American, right? You go out, you make it happen for yourself and it's a resolution. But for Asians 
Asians believe in a lot of luck, like a lot of if this is good, this will happen to you. If this is a good year, you'll get money, right? <laughs> Instead of if I work really hard, I'll get money, which they also do. I mean, hard work is built into Asian culture, but out loud, they tend to be more wishers. And Asians tend to, I think, kind of believe that even if you're really hardworking, but if you're unlucky, it's still not going to happen for you. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's a quick example. In America, when it comes to New Year, we make resolutions like I'm going to get on a diet and exercise and eat healthy and achieve better health. In the Asian community, we tend to go to temple, we light some incense, we pray that we will have good health this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I mean. I think it's kind of interesting, probably something to deep dive into another time. But once again, everyone, we wanted to wish all of you a happy Lunar New Year's. That is a wrap for Easier with a Friend today. Thank you all for tuning in, and we hope you have a safe and joyful holiday filled with red pockets and goodies. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Easier with a Friend, on our Facebook page, Easier with a Friend, or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com.